As much as people depend on us as leaders, you need someone who believes in you. You need a place to be open and honest with someone who's walked in your shoes and wants to help you become the leader you are meant to be. This is that place with those kind of people. Welcome to the Relational Leader Podcast with your host, Randy Bazet. Each episode will sit down and engage in life-giving conversation, unpacking leadership's greatest challenges. Welcome to the newest episode of the Relational Leader Podcast. We're so glad to have all of our listeners with us today. My name is Kristen, and I'm here with Randy, as always. How you doing? I'm doing great, Kristen. Looking forward to this next episode, as as always. I kind of like the season that we're in. Yes, right? it's in been this. good. Talking about family and marriage and relationships, parenting, right. just healthy relationship family relationships and ministry and right kind of all how they all come together i so. know it's been a fun topic to dive into and so yeah i'm excited again about today it has and it is going to be good we have um a guest with us today that i think our listeners are now very familiar with uh your lovely wife amy yes, how are you today I'm great great to be here again excited to be here if good. she continues to be a guest this regularly we may have to have her introduce us yes <laughs> yes well i mean i'm really glad that you're here today because i think that you're going to bring a lot of wisdom and um well, what just, does that say about I, me I just, I, just, I, just, I feel like in this topic today this is just yeah. going to be a a good this is this is a good marriage topic we're talking about we're talking about Definitely. conflict 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 so i feel like if it was just you you, you would be right the in the whole, in the whole i know that's my whole point <laughs> Do I not get a vote on who's going to be the guest with topics drawn? Because <laughs> so we're really glad for the ballot. Thank you. I'll bring the truth. Why don't just call it truth? There we go. Yeah. <laughs> the truth. Exactly. Oh, no, but it is going to be a great time. And, you know, I, I love uh, the heart of this podcast if you're a new listener. You know, this is not something to just share all the answers and and everything that that we know. But I mean, Randy, your heart in this is just to be authentic and share real life. And and sometimes life in ministry is great. Sometimes life in ministry is hard. There's difficulties that you learn through, and that's the heart behind this podcast is just to really, you know, kind of invite you into the green room, as you like to say, and and let our listeners kind of hear your heart and and what you've learned. That is exactly right, and uh, it is to come in the green room and literally. It just so happens that we moved the recording of this particular <laughs> episode. It's into the green room. It is right, and but it is it's those conversations, right, that we've all had in ministry with people that it wasn't part of the session at the conference or the weekend service. Mm -hmm. You're just sitting here and you're having real conversations about life, marriage, ministry, conflict, parenting, and it's those conversations and being brought into that. Mm -hmm. It's those things that have probably impacted our lives the, yeah. the greatest uh, not necessarily the big the big sessions will if the microphone is turned on so we just decided to have these green room conversations and bring a mic with us and turn them on <laughs> That's right. and be real yeah and we're being super real about it and things we're working on things we've learned things we're still learning things that we hope you guys will send in information <laughs> help, yeah. us. <laughs> help us learn <laughs> But, uh, you know, conflict, though, it's a real thing. I mean, if we if we pretend like everything is always perfect and we don't ever talk about conflict and, and how to work through it, yeah. um, that's a that's a problem. And it is to, to me. If, when I think about this topic, I think the biggest hurdle that people have in this is 
in a lot of ways. This may be a characterization, and that is somewhat unfair to some people, but I think in a large way, people didn't grow up in homes that handled conflict really well. Mm, right. it, you know, it was they just stuffed it, and then they all blew up, or there mm -hmm. were these big elephants in rooms that people never talked about, all these things. So we come out of those experiences, and we all are a product of our environment, right? Sure, absolutely. And so we become adults, and we, we've never seen it handled right. So then we try to avoid conflict because we only know it to be unhealthy. But conflict, if handled properly, actually brings growth. Yeah. So we shouldn't avoid it. We just need tools and understanding about the way to handle it. And it'll actually draw people closer. That iron sharpens iron. We all love that verse, right? In the sense of we want our relationships to be stronger. Sure. But there has to be conflict. There has to be a sharpening so it has to be brought to the surface for that to really happen. So that's the fruit of this. So yeah. hopefully today we'll learn how to, yeah. to do some of that. Well, I know that you guys are going to share some just practical things that you've learned in your relationship. Yeah, books we've read. We haven't had any problems. <laughs> no, y'all are never, almost 28 years. Never no one disagreement. <laughs> I think it's just because I'm so easygoing. <laughs> I think that's why. That's why we you invited you. Jay, I'm okay. just so sweet all the time. Our <laughs> listeners can't see me rolling my eyes. <laughs> But let me just be quiet, okay? Yeah, that's a great, that's a great, all right. So, so let's, let's jump off into this. And, and I'd love for you guys to even share just real practical. Um, I think we have the ability to go real practical in this yeah. conversation today. Um, you know, so for those of us, for, for our listeners that are married, um, and maybe even those that aren't married yet, they're, they're dating or they're, they one day will, mm -hmm. you know, conflict is in every relationship, even Absolutely. in a relationship that is a strong marriage. You guys have been married. You said how 20, almost 28 eight years. years. Yeah. yeah. So, but there's still conflict. Yeah. Um, and so how do you guys work through conflict in your marriage relationship? What are some practical things that you've learned that help you work through it? To your point, Randy, in a healthy way and not stuffing it down and then in an explosive way. Well, I mean, that, that question is, is, is loaded and there are many ways to handle it. Just so some people think, well, the scripture says that you don't let the sun go down on your wrath, you know, when you're angry. And so then it's like, well, we got to talk about it right now. Yeah. And no. some people want to handle conflict. No, we can't. We can't leave this conversation until it's settled. And some people need time to process it and then we'll solve it later. Mm -hmm. And I think the scripture is meaning don't let your heart be embittered. You got to work through the forgiveness process. This is between you and God. Resolving the conflict is something you do with someone else. And that doesn't have to always be done that day. But don't stuff it. That's not what that means as well. But don't realize, realize you don't have to solve it in that exact moment. So why did I say all of that? Because I think timing is so important. Now, is one of you guys one to like, I want to deal with it right now and the other one need more time? I mean, I think, I think I've had to learn to not operate out of feelings. So if I'm upset, I've just learned over years to kind of step back, um, evaluate how I'm feeling. Is this really something about me or is this something with us together? And then um, realize when his heart is ready to hear it, then I bring it up. So sometimes it's, you know, 
within 10 minutes. Sometimes it's later that night. Um, you know, if he's sitting watching TV and something's brewing in me, that's not the time probably to go interrupt him to talk about it. Or right so, as we're about to fall asleep. Right, right. Because she'll want to like say something. It, it may not even be a conflict thing, but just she'll say something is like, I fall asleep quickly. <laughs> okay, she thinks I'm faking sometimes because I fall asleep so fast. She's learned after 28 years that, that I'm not. But bringing it up then, well, then I, my brain turns on, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I'm never going to bed. So timing is so very important. And to be real, when Amy's dealing with something, and if you've been married for any amount of time at all, then you know when your wife, as a man, you can tell when she's dealing with something. And uh, and sometimes I've chosen to ignore it. Yes, he has. <laughs> A little too long sometimes. <laughs> and sometimes too long. In fact, no, notably recently, and we can talk about some of that today. I think it'd be really cool because uh, this is fresh like in the, in the, in the crock pot right now. Mm-hmm. But, um, but to realize that, but you, you can't just stuff it and say we're not going to deal with it. Just at least prepare yourself that we need to talk about this. And right. sometimes I think it might be best to just say, I can tell you're dealing with something I'm not ready to talk about it, so let's. We're going to talk about it, and I think that probably would help a lot. Just knowing that they recognize it and see it, okay, and we're going to talk about this yeah. rather than. I think both of us do that really well. We prepare each other. Um, if it's Before a big thing, yeah, like I'll say, hey, I, I, I've just been feeling this way. Um, when you're ready to talk about it, I really want to talk about it. So for me. I don't want to keep carrying something because for me, it definitely affects our relationship and he can sense it. He gets short and kind of... He can like not push it to the side, but you can still operate. For me, it's Mm -hmm. consuming until it's dealt with. It affects how I feel towards him. There's like a a barrier between us Mm -hmm. and I don't like that. That's not what I want. So a lot of times it's, I need to think through how I'm going to present this. Otherwise, I'm just going to operate out of my feelings and emotions, which in turn is going to make him very defensive Mm. um, versus when I approach it as, hey, I've been thinking about this and this is really heavy on my heart. I don't know if you even realize this, but and at that moment, he's ready. He wants to hear what I have to say. So I really think a lot of times it's all about the approach that we have when it is conflict. And, and it's give hard. give a tip, like, you, like we were talking about, hey, something at some point in time we need to talk about this. And so it gives me a chance to, okay, let me prepare myself because rather than just being defensive, I know that I got to let my guards down and be open. And then the way that she packages it, like she just said, this is how I'm thinking or feeling Help me understand this. I mean, I, I think it's so many times in relationship, we're not, we have to fight for each other and we have to. Not fight each other, but right, for each other. Right, right. And fight for the relationship. <laughs> clarify, clarify that. You need to put that preposition in there. That for is very yeah. important. I mean, there's been times that things were so big to me and, and, and I was seeing this wall come up between us. And when I finally just opened up and brought it to him, 
I mean, the healing took place right then. And and I think it makes me so sad that especially in marriage, sometimes we're carrying things and we think, oh, they don't even care or they don't even understand. Or they don't even see that I'm hurting. Or they don't even, yeah. Like, how can he not see how yeah, much I'm hurting? But, but And we let this wall become mm. bigger and bigger in our relationship. And what we need to do is... The Bible says communication permits progress. And so we've got to communicate with each other, but we also have to know the right timing and place to do that. And could we not even recognize it and, and put it in the category of James where it says confess your sins to each other uh, and pray for each other so that you can be healed, that word it meaning whole. And it is a sin to have bitterness and unforgiveness in your heart. I mean, it happens in relationships. So it's making sure that you confess that that just means to make it known and that's why you say that it brings so much relief sometimes because that's what the scripture says we think about it as well this person did me wrong and it, it could be conflict in marriage or even just the way that you're feeling by bringing it out and saying we need to talk about this it brings healing and help yeah. and wholeness yeah mm -hmm. and i'll compartmentalize things Right. I'm easy. I'm, I'm really good at that. It's easy for me to do that. So I'll just like, oh, we'll deal with that later. Because I'm, you know, to me, there's a bigger, I don't know, not, not don't like marriage. Don't say it like that because that's not, not like It's not a bigger. No, it, it is, isn't. But there's a more pressing thing. I know I can talk to you about this tomorrow or that doesn't mean that it's right. I'm just telling you how I deal with it. This is not like a, I'm my way's better than your way. It's just I'll compartmentalize it, and I'm going to get to that later. Right now, I feel like this deserves my energy. I'm not saying that's right, but that's how I do it sometimes. Yeah, and, and that's what happened. I mean, going back to the story you brought up earlier, mm -hmm. there was something that was uh, I was carrying, and he said, we'll talk about it later. Two months later, he had never brought it up again. Well, I'm still carrying this. It's still heavy on my heart, mm -hmm. but as the leader of our home, I had brought it up. I was waiting for him to bring it back up. And finally, I just couldn't carry it anymore. And, and did so, you go again and yep. say, hey, mm -hmm. we need to talk about I brought this up whenever. two months ago, yeah. and you haven't even made mention of it again. Because for me, I felt this large wedge starting to form in my heart. Sure. And I knew that's not what I want for our marriage. But for me, the lie was he doesn't even care. Mm -hmm. Like he doesn't even care how I'm feeling right now. And so I had to finally go, no, no, this is my moment. I have to fight for this because otherwise it could lead to a dangerous place in our marriage. And so I was willing to, sometimes it's laying down that pride because, you know, I'd already brought it up. I could be prideful and go up. Oh, he just doesn't care. I'm just going to keep moving forward. Or you can choose to say, no, this relationship is is worth it, and I need to do whatever I can to make it right. But to be, but to to, to really, that was a, a a catalyst to be real about this. I mean, we could go into soul care right now, like big time. Like sure. we can go completely out of conflict and deal with soul care. But the the problem is that by her saying that again, it all of a sudden it made me evaluate why haven't I readdressed this. And it's just because I got to a place where I realized I've been leading on empty for months now. And I didn't want to deal with it because I didn't have any emotional energy to give to it. And, and I, I felt like, that. And she felt that. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we're dealing with conflict now. So let's don't get off into soul care. But I could, I could get into that right now. But uh, the point just simply is that you, you do. You got to keep bringing it up to talk about it because if you don't, then you're going to 
you're going to continue to go in different directions. Right. And the wedge is going to get greater and greater and now, greater. What would you say to somebody that might be listening that says, you know, I'm, I'm doing that, but my spouse is not reciprocating and is not making time to, to talk about it or listen. What would you, what would you tell? I would have told her the next step would have been to let my overseers know which because she brought that up and I had several of them in town shortly after that, I was able to start talking about it. And so it's, it's brought some huge resolution. We have a whole game plan on how we're going to get healthy or how I'm going to get healthy again. And, and Amy too, really, she's at a, at a bad spot, but just uh, weary, not at a bad spot. That's what I mean by yeah. bad spot. Weary. We're both tired. just tired. Worn, worn, mm. worn out. Yeah. And so, um, so I would tell them, if you keep bringing it up like this, patience is a very important thing. I started off with that. You know, can't get this, let the sun go down in your anger and you want to solve it right now. Yeah. You have to be willing to be patient. But at the same time, at some point in time, if you keep bringing it up, and there's nothing happening. You're gonna have to go to someone else and go. Yeah. I need, I need some help. Yeah. And I, and I had done that. I had suggested counseling, and you had scheduled an appointment, and then it got canceled. And so it's just reaching out for help somewhere where you know you could get help. But you know, I love what you said. I mean, I think y'all both have said it that you know, in conflict and in these situations, you've just got to constantly be looking mm -hmm. for ways to fight for yeah. your Absolutely. relationship. So yeah. regardless of what's happening, you what can you do mm -hmm. to fight for your yeah. marriage, to mm -hmm. fight for your relationship? You know, because the enemy would love to keep oh. putting that wedge deeper and deeper. Totally he is because he is going to try to destroy this marriage. You think about it as a as the, if you if you're listening and you're the pastor of a church or you just in ministry in right. general. Yeah. Uh whatever your role is, if he destroys this marriage, well then the, the people that else. you're impacting, right? Uh, strike the shepherd and the sheep will scatter. I mean, that is going to be the devil's ultimate plan. Mm -hmm. So you have to recognize what's going on here. And there's something bigger than just the conflict. Right. It's what the devil is really trying to do. And as you said in another podcast we did, that uh, the, the greater thing is not ministry. The greater thing is the family, the relationship, the marriage that's right here. So don't forget to minister to that as a priority as well right. but when you can't you need to have some lifelines and you did that you kept suggesting things and suggesting things and then at some point in time you got to phone a friend yeah yeah you and, know and don't yeah. ignore that just phone warning. a good friend phone yeah the right phone, friend. phone oh. the right friend oh and not don't... somebody that'll that doesn't have authority or the ability to speak into your spouse's life yeah and don't ignore the warning signs mm -hmm. i mean i think that's so important especially like in our relationship I don't want to be another burden to him. Mm -hmm. So when I speak, it's it's usually pretty like totally uh, important. Mm -hmm. And so pay attention to your spouse. And if it's something that they're starting to bring up more and more, don't ignore that. But pay attention to the warning signs before it is too late. That's a great point because you know, Chicken Little, the sky is falling. It, you need to be the timing and the amount of time that you bring it. To someone, if you wait till the right moments and when it's a really big deal, when you do come, then it kind of registers on me. Woo, wait a minute, this is a big deal. Rather than always saying, this is a big deal, this is a big deal, I desensitize myself right. to your voice. Yeah. And I think that's very important that how often you go as, this is a big deal, we got to really solve this. You said it early on, just be patient and pray. Because it could be sometimes that God just needs to work out something in you. Right. I 
absolutely. There are times when I realize um, intense about something or something's really bothering me. As and as I do lay it before the Lord, I realize, you know what? It's really something going on in my in myself. Mm-hmm. It's nothing to do with Him. So it is important to step back when you're feeling like you want to go have conflict <laughs> and evaluate what is really happening here and give. I we both give things time. Typically, mm-hmm. is how we handle conflict. That's We're cool. not people that run into it full force and just try to tackle it. What's the danger side of that is you don't deal with it, too. So it's not like our way is better. You have to just recognize the dangers of the way of you handle both ways, content. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And make sure that you manage those things around that. Well, like, I think the, da- the things are, I mean, you can be characterized by something. Sometimes it's just little things here and there, and we t- attack somebody because of it, but it was just a one-time incident. And there are other times that your spouse starts becoming characterized by something. Mm-hmm. And that's when you really need to talk about it and well, that's why have healthy This was conflict. a characterization of something that was right. going on for several months, right. which is why you kept bringing it up. And it's because you first work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. We, we have to take responsibility for our own salvation sanctification the work of the holy spirit in us so don't blame all your feelings on your spouse no yeah that's they great. can't carry that weight right it's it look we, early on in our marriage we had a i said something i don't even remember what it was i was completely rude to amy i mean like just suck it up buttercup kind of thing and no. i could <laughs> just kidding <laughs> it was probably way worse than that but then i just remember seeing the disappointment in her face and i thought oh I felt so bad because I could see I really disappointed her. But I also knew that this is, you know, this is the one of many. So you're going to have to get from God. Right. You can't get from me what you can only get from God. Yeah. And that was a really a wake up call for me because I can be dependent on people. And so for me, I remember that moment. Of course. It was early on in our marriage. And I remember going, Wow. It's true. I can't get from, I I can't look to him to be that God in my life. God is the only one that can supply all my needs. And sometimes we look at our spouse as being the one to supply all our needs. And that's putting a heavy weight and you'll end up being disappointed every time. Which is why when you're feeling something at first, the first thing you should do is take it to to God. Because it might just be God trying to work out something in you. It's not right. a problem. You Well, I'm going to fix this in them. got to confront mi- and, and solve and push through. Yeah. Right. That Take it to God. Yeah. That's and, why marriage is so hard because opposites attract, right? And, and then see. they attack. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, let, me, let me ask you guys. You know, we spent a lot of time talking about, you know, how do you just handle conflict in your marriage relationship and shared some really great things. Um, but, you know, in ministry, sometimes there is conflict that happens outside of your marriage. Maybe it's right. with a staff member. Maybe it's with a church member. Um, you know, make up the scenario. Yeah. Um, what do you do? What are some practical things that you can share that help you protect your marriage? when you're in a time of conflict with someone else because it's so easy to bring that home or carry it into your your relationship with one another so what do you do to protect that so that that difficulty isn't now coming out against your spouse yeah for me it's hard because I'll come to Randy not as the leader of this church but as my husband 
just wanting to talk with him about it. And then automatically he jumps into this, I'm going to fix it mode. And I'm like, no, 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 I don't want you to fix this. Mm. I just need to talk to you, you know? And so we've kind of gone. And so hard because, <laughs> you know, the, the reason why I'm in the role I am is because God has wired me to do that. I'm gifted to lead like this. So to tell me to not do it, it's, it's just hard. Yeah, that's brought conflict in our marriage. <laughs> that many times. Do you have to go into the conversation, Amy, and say like, I've "Please learned. don't fix this. I, Just listen." Or what do you do? I did that this last week. I mean, yeah. I have had to learn that because in the past, I don't even know that automatically he's in this fix it mode, and then I'm I'll, always in fix it mode. And then I know that <laughs> I every man is always in. Fix you know, I'll come back to church and then find out he's done all these things. And I'm like, well, I, I didn't want him jumping in. And so I've just had to learn to now, I know how he operates. And so if I need him to not jump in, just say, I just need you to be my husband. Mm. Just listen. I just need you to listen. And that is so hard. Yeah. yeah. It is. <laughs> I have nothing else to say. <laughs> Because I want to fix it. I mean, and I I can. I'm good at it. But And and to be honest, like there are times Uh in our um, working at the church that we do see things differently. Like you disagree on like how something should be handled things differently. And and I've learned, I mean, I do speak up about that a lot of times. She just admitted... Maybe more than he would like because we're so opposite in so many things. So I see things from such a different viewpoint than him. But then I also have learned that God has ordained him as the leader of this church. And so that I need to speak what I think and then be okay with with whatever the outcome is. And then then we'll have that conversation sometimes like, well, that... Thanks for sharing that, I, but I, I just see it differently, or I, I don't agree with We're that. We're going to agree to disagree on this, yeah. and I trust him in the outcome, and I, I don't hold it against him if he doesn't listen. He, I've learned he does listen to what I have to say, but mm-hmm. ultimately, he's going to make the right decision mm-hmm. overall, mm-hmm. and I have to lay it down and well, not take it personally. But for you to say that is, is a big deal. Everybody needs to hear what you said. I have to trust him. He's going to make the best decision. That's not always true. But what you're doing ultimately trust is you. trusting that, yeah. 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 I have to trust him with the decision, whether it's the best decision or right. not. Because there's been times where I've brought up things, you made a decision. And it was terrible. It, and it was horrible. But then it's really easy, but don't do it. Saying, I, I told, told you, you so, so you, right? Yeah, don't do you that. You haven't done because, that, actually. I'm very no. proud of you. Except when I, I go, right, Amy to. was right about that. And she goes, yes, I sure was. But, <laughs> but I mean, it's because I gave her the ability to say yeah. that. Yeah, and I don't need to because you see, I mean, I don't mm. need to say anything. Right. No, you don't. And you haven't. Because I think but I she, know your heart is you're trying to make the best decision with all everything in front of you there's a lot of decisions he's weighing out that i may not even understand and so i have to trust your heart in it yeah it's it's part of marriage i think amy and i are equal but if you disagree at some point in time somebody has to be the decision maker and that really is the whole part of the order that god has ordained a family and that ultimately the man is the head and what that means is all that we've just said. I mean, there's been a lot of minutes of conversations yeah. about dealing with things, 
which has made us both equally the same. But when you get to the fork in the road and you both aren't sure which way to go, that is the order of the, the house and the man. I respect that, and I'm so grateful for that. And I think it's a mindset, right? It's a perspective. Sure. Well, it's a, it's a politically incorrect thing to talk about these days, but it is just the order of God. You are my protector. You are the protector over our family. And so, and I it think doesn't it's mean that God. I get it right all the time. Right? And no. It doesn't mean that you're better than no. the other. It is just the order in which God has established. I would, I mean, we've never counted it because I don't think you should, but. I would say equally the times that I've made a decision and wasn't in her favor or the idea she had, it, at least half of those have been, well, I should have listened to her. But the order of God is that whatever decision I make, it is the decision. Yeah. How do you say it in a wedding? You're the head, but I'm the neck. And you turn it wherever. Right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I turn that head wherever it needs to go. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, you know, I feel like our time in this episode has gone so fast. Yes. Um, but there's been so many just incredible nuggets. Um, and and I hope, you know, if you're listening today, this is one that you kind of maybe replay. Um, because there's a lot of just, uh, just truth that if we apply it, um, it will really help navigate uh, conflict well. Um, so thank you guys for being honest and vulnerable and open and sharing. Um, so green room conversation. This That's is what this green is. Room that's what this is all about and so i know it's going to mark our listeners and um you guys have anything else to add before we close out today's conversation no as you look no. into each other's eyes and <laughs> love and affection no, fighting for each other when yeah regarding this topic i don't think there's anything else left to be said there's other nuances or we didn't even get the parenting stuff i know I'm, I'm thinking in my head i'm like we could we could we could make mm -hmm. more of right. these episodes but for sure regarding what we talked about i do agree with these principles and and we like to talk in principles rather than just specifics we we, yeah. we use specifics to illustrate but the principles in here please apply yeah. them to the and other listen situation. again and again like yeah. you said because uh, this is, it should be a resource for you in, in dealing with things. Well, we hope it is anyway. We hope it yes. is. We, we do hope it is. Well, for those of you listening, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. And we look forward to having you back on the Relational Leader Podcast. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Relational Leader Podcast. For more resources, visit randybazette.com.